it's not only about your team, but it's also about individual performance. So it's, it's really great life lessons and how do you overcome obstacles, but ultimately end up better than you were yesterday. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to Caterpillar's Beyond the Iron podcast. I'm your host, Rusty Dunn, always on a mission to introduce you to some of the most interesting people and talk about some of the most interesting work that happens at a global company like Caterpillar. And I've got to tell you, the voice you heard coming into this podcast, you're going to really enjoy this conversation. I'm so glad to have with us for today's episode, Pam Hemiger. Hi, Pam, Senior Vice President of... Caterpillar Incorporated with responsibility for the Strategic Procurement and Planning Division. Now, some of you may be wondering, what is that exactly? And this is one of those jobs that I, I would contend, Pam, may be one of the hardest jobs. <laughs> we have a lot of hard jobs at Caterpillar to make it go around. I get it. But, man, this is one that, especially as you talk about it in terms of procurement, supply chain, uh, supplier supply resiliency, which I know you're going to refer to, but coming out of the global pandemic and those things that I complained about, I couldn't get this mm. or that, or when's it going to arrive? And these were just everyday retail items. Now, folks, imagine this in an industrial sense, parts, components, finding the right parts and components, getting them to the right location at the right time to make the machines that we make. So, Pam, I want to welcome you here today. You and I touched base, I think, right, maybe in 2020, yeah, right several after, years correct, ago after right. you come on board. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In 2020, that's right. I joined, um, joined Caterpillar in April 2020. So it was an interesting time, for sure, to join the organization. Um, it's been no less than extremely challenging. Um, uh, every day is, is different than the previous and focusing on exactly what you mentioned, Rusty. It's all about making sure we're able to build our product for our customers. And yeah, and and who could have, you know, coming on board with a with a challenging jobs, hard as it anyway, but under the conditions you sort of came into and trying to get to know people, and we weren't able to be in the same room together. So exactly. I can only imagine, you know, how 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 tough that uh, was as you joined on the front end of the. Uh, COVID pandemic. Well, sort of maybe Pam, level set for us. Give me give us that sort of one minute speech on on your background and where you came from prior to Caterpillar. Sure, sure, sure. So I joined Caterpillar in April 2020. And as you mentioned, Rusty, as the SVP of the Strategic Procurement and Planning Division. That's a mouthful, but that's an organization that is focused on the end-to-end -end supply. Frankly, it's, it's all the way from ensuring our suppliers are able to supply the parts for our mass production, all the way through production planning and to the order management with our customers. So it's, it's really an end-to-end -end ecosystem, is what we call it. Um, so I, yeah, I joined in April. Actually, this will be my three-year anniversary coming up next month. I'm really excited. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Get excited. A, get yep. a cake in here at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve it, I think. At some point. Yeah, absolutely. So it's definitely been... Um, I have to tell you, it's 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 the the beauty of coming in to Caterpillar. Um, I have thirty over thirty years of experience in procurement and operations. So, primarily in automotive. Um, my last position prior to Caterpillar was with Honda, and I was the North American procurement leader for for that organization. But 
you know, this this last three years has been all about um, testing, utilizing, demonstrating the skills of procurement and, and how do we navigate the new world of supply. It's been no less than challenging on a day-to-day basis. But I have to tell you that we have incredible talent at, at Caterpillar here. Um, we've overcome some tremendous hurdles to be able to get those products to our customers, but it's been no less than a challenge these last three years. And when you talk about that, it's an interesting term, the, the ecosystem, the end-to-end supply ecosystem. That probably took a little bit of time as you came on board to get your arms around what that means at, at, at Caterpillar, yes? Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's, that's a really good and point. While, and while getting to know the people who who make it who go every day. make it happen, right? Yeah, no, that's a good point, Rusty. So um, Caterpillar realized that they wanted to bring an individual with, with some level of experience that could come in and really develop and hone the the mission, the purpose, and the value that this organization can bring. And, and when we say the end-to-end ecosystem, it's all about um, ensuring we have a complete supply network. We, we understand and we, we develop the supply infrastructure from our suppliers that, that that product is then able to supply our facilities in a way that our facilities can be ultimately incredibly efficient by scheduling and planning our product to ensure that our customers get, get what they need. It's, it's, it's been, um, by creating that, that vision, mission, and purpose, we're actually able to not only ensure that we're able to produce for today, but that we're actually able to look at that total ecosystem and determine how do we strengthen it? Like, how do we build an infrastructure that is truly able to ensure that that ultimately our customer gets exactly what they exactly what they want? And it, and depending on, I mean, we we our product line is is so broad and extensive. I assume there are going to be some variables in there depending on what machines we're talking, what machine line we're talking about. Oh, you're, sort, a, you're you know. abso- that's absolutely correct. The the scale and the diversity of the product that we supply here at Caterpillar is is grand, and our ability to hone our process and be able to um, ensure that we're able to for every one of those customer orders we're able to fulfill it is no less than very complex but what we're trying to do as part of my division is take it from that overall large complexity and and design and develop it so it is very streamlined so you boil boil it down boil to, it to, down. to being a little simpler in a some little ways. simpler and the way to do that is um, the thing that we talk about within our division is being able to do two things one, our division needs to perform, perform today, but also at the same time transform for the future. So it's been, you know, talk about difficulty because this, this magnet, this assurance of supply, making sure we get our product every day, this magnet is extremely strong. And you could spend your resources, all your resources, focus solely on making sure that we're building today's product. But, but for Caterpillar's long-term strength and health, we need to focus on the long-term. So my organization is focused in both areas. We call it perform and transform, both of them simultaneously. Let's talk about the suppliers for a second, Pam, and actually help us put this in perspective. I mean, we're talking about, um, for people out there who may be just getting familiar with Caterpillar, you love the machines, but don't know much about um, behind the scenes, we're talking about thousands of suppliers around the globe. Yes, I mean, we're 
as we source things, it, these aren't just from, you know, a dozen suppliers. These are from many suppliers no, on a global basis. You're exactly right. We have over 6,000 active suppliers. We source from over 69 countries. Wow globally to ensure all of our facilities operate on a day-to-day basis. And you have to have relationships with many of them, most of them, uh, and, and talk about the importance of having strong relationships with those suppliers, especially the, you know, the ones who we, we've worked with for a long time, those major suppliers. You, they, you have to know them as well as they know us. Yeah, Rusty, I, I could tell you, I could spend hours just talking, just talking yeah, about supply, right, the importance right. of supplier relationships. And some of the conversations you probably had, had, <laughs> absolutely, had with them. Absolutely. So supplier relationships is, um, I, over the last three years, Caterpillar has, has um, I would say, we had already had incredibly strong supplier relationships. What we determined and really emphasized was that value of that relationship is critical, especially in these times. So these, the suppliers in Caterpillar, there's a mutual dependency, right? Our, the success of our suppliers ultimately determines our success and our success feeds our supplier success. And these relationships and the ability to align with our suppliers on exactly what we need, we had to get down to that level, Rusty. We had to get down to even on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, what do we need to produce our product? I mean, that's how, how so it was a gra- definite, so a granular process very in granular. some ways. And, and what it what it meant was that we're aligned with our suppliers. We needed to understand what they were manufacturing on a daily basis. We need to understand what their input was, what their output was. We need to understand what their forecast was. How was that aligned with our our plans in manufacturing? That's how finite of discussions we had to have with our suppliers. But ultimately, that's what it took. And our suppliers were phenomenal. Most of our suppliers, majority of our suppliers actually performed really well. They actually met or exceeded our expectations for the most part. There's that that limited few that we talked about that were really constrained our ability to manufacture. And those were the ones that we were working on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, understanding what they were producing. Coming in from your prior job, it probably took a bit to get your arms around this, didn't it? I mean, as... as you hit the, you try to hit the ground running, but there's, <laughs> it's a it's a new company and a, and a, a new job for you. And but in some ways you you've gone around before, maybe perhaps at, at Honda. But so these are some of the things you you have to do. I mean, these, these are, table stakes. Ab- these are table stakes, absolutely. And what what we during this, call it the pandemic of the last three years, that interaction, the relationship, the frank conversations we had to have with suppliers were essential were essential we provided transparency to our production scheduling on a day-to-day basis to make sure that we were aligned with our suppliers that they were able to support us and the there is some crossover between automotive industrial but there's actually more differences than there are similarities really yeah yeah, yeah. The volume, the diversity of the product, the number of suppliers, the footprint. It's not a one size. It's not fits a one all. size fits all. Yeah, um, that's interesting. In terms, you know, as we talk about having strong relationships with suppliers, it's one thing to talk about it, but you've actually stepped up to do something we've never done before in company history in terms of holding suppliers up. And that, that's exactly right, Rusty. Um, for the first time in Caterpillar's history we had a supplier excellence recognition event. It took place in December of last year, where we invited over 200 suppliers. 
we recognized 26 of those who received awards. And these were global suppliers. These are suppliers from all regions of the world. And we then finally awarded our top performing suppliers the most coveted award, and that is Supplier of the Year. And this was in the room, this was looking them in the eye, or was this virtual? This was in person. That's, That's the other exciting part of this. We were finally able to get together and not only recognize suppliers, have a wonderful ceremony, celebrate their success, and we plan to do this for the forthcoming future. You know, with your many years of experience, um, has it been a kind of growth for you as well and learning for you as well in even in your position as senior vice president of, of the division? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. <laughs> um, so through this, all of us learned. Yeah. All of us grew um, and had to do things a little bit differently, had to be agile. And what I am, I, I recognized pretty quickly is our people are our strength. I mean, Caterpillar associates are no less than the top performing, most dedicated associates you'll ever find at a company. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with that. And that's what that's what took us through and will continue in our future. I have I want to ask you I'll go into the people topic here for in just a second. But it always reminds me, Pam, and I've said this before and people will say, you're always saying this, Rusty, but it's true. It <laughs> seems like it can't particularly. It's a culture of if you need help with something, if you need an answer to a question, if you need this to happen and someone to do it, not one or two will step up. Sometimes three or four or five will step up. And there just seems to be that uh, that idea of at the end of the day, team, we all come together to, to get it done. You're, and you're which exactly. is you're right. And to survive sometimes and to thrive, that has to ha- that has to happen. Absolutely. And I saw it on a day-to-day basis people were traveling the world to make sure that we are aligned with the supply base we're aligned with our production schedule um and it was no less than difficult when you're in a covid pandemic right i i saw associates working all hours rallying just to ensure that we're able to produce tomorrow's production the the thing about the thing about supply and the thing about procurement and purchasing is it only takes one component it only takes one, and if we're short one product, we can't build that that unit for our customer. So we needed to be all on, um, and we we use skills, we strengthen skills, we built skills over those the last three years. That I have to tell you, Caterpillar, to your point, Rusty, has those associates that are no less than 100% dedicated to ensure our customers get yeah. the product that we need. And I hear from you, it's it's pretty important. Do not underestimate the role of the supplier in all of this. I know we, we talk all the time, and as, as we should, the importance of the dealer and, and doing everything we can for the customer. But the supplier's right right there. They're yeah. right. They're right there. We consider our suppliers an extension of Caterpillar. They're part of the Caterpillar family. And, and, and that, that, that importance of understanding their role in the company strengthens us as an organization. It is truly the start of the manufacturing of our product for our customers. We need to get our product on time at the right cost, at the right quality to ensure we're able to build, build ultimately for, for our customer needs. I want to get back to the people for a second um, before we run out of time. And I think about what it would take. 
in this organization because it is so unique, it is so critical, but you've mentioned some things in terms of qualities, re- resiliency, uh, agility, adaptability. And what advice would you have to uh, professionals or perhaps um, people who are thinking about a career? Maybe they're in college right now, thinking about a, a career path that would take them into procurement and planning, uh, how they can thrive in a job in this area of, of expertise. I mean, you know, digital aptitude, certainly, uh, the, the personal agility, what you can bring to the table. But what would sort of your message be, Pam, or advice with with someone looking to get into this area? What I, I believe is that um, the future of this role is going to be very different than the past. Our, uh, the, our dependence on digital and data technology is going to be the competitive advantage for our organization. The new people or people getting into this field need to have a balance of one is knowledge and skills, of course, but the ability to use data, synthesize the information, use that data for more predictive and proactive analysis of where we believe our next disruption or our next concern is going to be is a huge competitive advantage for us as a company. And I have to tell you, Rusty, we are on that path. We've already advanced in the last three years quantumly based upon where we were previously. And now we're focused not only on using that data for current state, but also using that to really truly predict and understand where we need to focus our resources to ensure that we have stability of supply. It's, it's phenomenal, it's exciting. I, I, I love the whole subject of digital and data yeah. because that is a resource that, that, is so, that is critical for us to use to ensure that we, are, we have that competitive advantage when it comes to procurement and supply chain. I sense just a little bit of excitement and <laughs> <Yeah>. enthusiasm <laughs> in terms of where this is headed. And I, I, I would assume it, just a quick take on as your position now and where the organization is and, and, and coming out of a, a rough last several years, uh, how are you feeling then in terms of getting in, in, in optimum position going forward here? Oh, I have to tell you, I, I'm excited about that. Um, what we've done over the last two to three years, one, uh, built the organization and built the talent. Number two is that focus on digital and data technology. We are well positioned to be a highly performing, effective and efficient organization. I'm excited about this because what we did, Rusty, not only during the last three years did we focus on our current mass production, during the last three years, we focused on transforming our organization, transforming the work that we do, focused on building our infrastructure of data. So that took no less and it was a difficult time because you're pulled into today's world, when you're in this type of pandemic or this type of supply challenge, you're pulled into today and making sure and ensuring the production lines are operating on a daily basis. But what we were successful in doing was focused on that, of course, today, but we focused on the future. We focused on building the infrastructure of technology and data to make sure that that data is at our associates' fingertips, that they have that now available. They could work so much more efficient and effective. And we just started. (laughs) We've just begun. And so the future is bright for us. Well, before we leave, I want to take it back to the personal because I would be remiss if I didn't mention, Pam, I know you're from a big sports family. and, And 
you know, I got to, thinking on the way in, like, you know, those life lessons that sports teaches us. And you're a big hockey. Would it be accurate? You're a big yeah, hockey right. family, right? Absolutely. And congratulations to a, a daughter that uh, they went. Well, I'll let you explain it. She's of a, she was a collegiate player. Yes. They went uh, fairly NCAA, far NCAA tournament, yep, right? They sure did. They, so, so yeah, my family is an interesting is an interesting one. Uh, my my husband played is an NHL player, ex NHL player. He actually played for the Peoria Rivermen back in the mid eighties. Really yes. brings it full, yeah, full circle. circle. Did full not circle. know that. Yeah, and between the two of us, we have four children, three of which played hockey. One went to juniors, and and the two others um, college players. And my daughter, she's the last one of the four. Well, it's going to be sad. It's going to be sad. Times, it's going to be sad it. for mom. No, I, I know. I bet it <laughs> is. It's going to be hard for mom. But yeah, they they ended the season strong. They went to the NCAA's for the first time ever in their history. So wow, very exciting. congratulations! Thank you. Very cool. And I think it's great. Um, having kids uh, of our own who who did their their sports when they were growing up. You think about those things that, you, that have transferred then into real life to our work, uh, having commitment to something, self-discipline, overcoming fear in, in, in some ways, uh, and just teamwork. Do you feel like, not only for your kids, but for yourself and certainly your husband, these are things you take with you for the rest of your life and into your work and your career, yes? Absolutely. So, you know, being a a, a top athlete, um, you go through definitely some challenging times. You you have your your teammates change over time. You deal with um, highs and lows of performance. You deal with sports injuries. But but the the common thread is your your aiming point is you're 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 dedicated to the craft you're dedicated to the sport it's not only about your team but it's also about individual performance so it's it's really great life lessons and how do you overcome obstacles but ultimately end up better than you were yesterday so I I see that with with all of our with our children that went through sports. But I see that those life lessons that transfer into the business world and their future. And and it's no less than being committed to your craft, being committed to your art, and making sure the entire team is successful as an individual. I love it. Now I wish my children had played hockey. I wish I, why, I should have made them play hockey. <laughs> well, Pam, I want to thank you so much. And, and it's been enlightening. And I know the, the story is still being written, but you know your message of the suppliers being the heartbeat of our success and working closely with them, um, you, it's, that's a, I mean, that's a challenging job day to day. Everybody has, has challenging jobs here at Caterpillar, but you in particular, interesting story. And I appreciate you being here today to tell it. Best of luck going forward. It's going to be you. an exciting rest of the year here. It, it will be this, the rest of the year and going forward. I'm excited for not only for my team, I'm excited for Caterpillar. It's, it's a bright future. There's no better time to be at Caterpillar than now. Absolutely. Well said. Thank you so much. And uh, we always are so glad our listeners have an opportunity to get to know people like Pam Hemiger and and the work she's doing at Caterpillar. More podcasts to come. You can uh, play us, find us wherever you play your favorite podcasts. We want to thank you for listening. As always, be safe in everything you do. Go out, make it a great day. We'll talk soon.